Am I bringing this bit back? Uh, no, no, I, I very likely won't do that because that would require more than two brain cells to rub together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 208 of the Coast to Coast Infinity Universe podcast show. My name, of course, is Gabriel. These are my lovely, lovely co-hosts, Kevin. Hello. Neth. Hey. And Chris. You smell. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is currently Saturday, the 24th of February, and hello and welcome to the show, folks. How are we all doing today? Good. Yeah. Peachy. I'm alive. He always sounds so positive, doesn't he? Every time we talk to him. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Chris, I see that you've got like the most things going on in your uh, in your last couple of weeks. So what have you been up to, buddy? I worked a seven hour week and didn't really sleep and work from home. It was horrible. My gaming consisted of raiding because we had to and RuneScape because I needed a break from everything and that was just me laying in bed playing it. I Sorry mean, it that. sounds like uh, see that there. Uh, oh, that's the wrong button. I was wondering why I hadn't seen you on much. That that would really explain it. Um, Chris, it, what it really sounds like to me is that you had like almost a hundred hours of downtime during that week that you could have spent somewhere else. <laughs> at least like, eight, at least eight hours per night were sleeping. That sounds like quitter talk to me. And the rest of it was me pooping and sleeping <laughs> and eating. You are a celebrated pooper, so. Is it? It sounds like you've been working a lot recently. Is it just like a busy season for you, or? Uh, it was just, we were short staffed, very short staffed. Mm. Sorry for that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, we're we're deeply sorry to hear about that, Christopher. When uh, in in further reviews, we will ensure that that. Uh, that is reflected on your, your performance. Your sarcasm nothing to me. I will ensure that that is uh, included in your next uh, <laughs> progress report, and we'll circle back on this. Um, just go ahead and put a pen in all of this right now. We'll we'll circle back, and we will we'll, we'll probably uh, we'll probably just uh, just bang it out and get it figured out at a later date and time. Okay. I'll bang you out in a minute. I was giving you that one. That was for free. You're welcome. I know you needed it. I know you needed it, Christopher. I don't like the cat calling on the show. Let's 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 move this. Let's move this on. I'm just gonna ignore it because apparently all Europeans do is bant. Um, you got them bants. Um, Kevin. Yas. What have you been up to? What have you been up to, darling? What's going on? Watching some TV. Playing some video games. I, I 
so I, Beneath, I realize that I sometimes do call, uh, I sometimes call you darling. So now I'm just yeah, doing it to everybody. Do. I'm doing it to everybody else. So it's like, because I'm equal opportunity, okay? I'm equal opportunity <laughs> harassment to everybody else, okay? There's already been harassment on the show, mostly from Chris asking for your dumpy. And for him to deep throat a banana. <laughs> well, that Weren't didn't happen on the expertly. show officially. Yes, he I did was asked quite to well. do it, but he okay, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was, he it was done very impressively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, I, Kevin, I, what I can confirm that he did the deep throating very well. <laughs> it looked like he had prior practice. Did you have prior practice, Kev? No. <laughs> Why Just do naturally talented, I guess. Is bro- she's not talking because she's broken. <laughs> She's muted herself at this point because she's cackling behind her desk. I I'm laughing silently. <laughs> wow. Um, hey, you anyway. know what? If, Gav, if Gav's good at swinging that neck, hey, let the man swing. Uh, I'm guessing it's natural <sighs> talent, but no, I have no prior experience. Thank you. Gav, swing that neck. One day uh, we're going to have to finish... invite Chris's mom to watch the show live, and I just want to see what she writes in chat. What are you saying? Me, she, me, I have, I have said worse things. With him? I don't think she'd be at him. all surprised. <laughs> <clears throat> He's, um, do you Scottish. really think he filters in front of his mama? Where do you think <laughs> I learned it from? <laughs> I learned it from watching, watching you. you, Kevin. I learned talk it words. You. Use them. Use the words. All right. Is everyone done? Okay. I think um, we're done at this point. Started watching a few new shows. The one is called Resident Alien that stars that guy from uh, Firefly. Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. He's uh, also from the guy the one- from Firefly. He's wow. also from the he also did the very wonderful movie uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I think he's also a ton of voices for Disney Pixar. Oh, he's really? the wow. modern. Yes, he's he's a prolific voice actor. Mm-hmm. He's hmm. a voice of Hey Hey and Moana. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, him, <laughs> D. Bradley Baker. Um, oh God, who am I thinking of? The guy, uh, Fred from um, original Scooby Doo. Uh, Frank Welker. Um, they are the kind of people. They are the guys that you call if you need like a sound made. Okay. Um, Frank Welker has the most. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm nope. sorry. Go ahead. That's all right. I'm. I'm told that I have to let conversation flow. I know, but it's rude to interrupt you in the middle of your conversation. <laughs> okay. Because you're you started the conversation. It's rude to interrupt you. Right. So, um, that show is okay. Has anyone else watched Resident Alien? I have uh, not seen it, but I know what you're talking about. I've seen commercials okay. for it. I watched the beginning of it. Uh, first couple of episodes. It's good. Yeah. I like Alan Tudyk's humor. Also, uh, I keep hearing Alan Tudyk's. <laughs> Maybe he's Tunic. gifted. <laughs> no, the, the um, it's it's about an alien that takes over a human body and he's learning how to be a human and appear human to others. So it is basically like a fish out of water story. And, you know, he says the wrong things and he doesn't realize like how to, you know, act natural. Um, 
unconfirmed. We don't know if he has two penises or not. Um, but it's it's okay. Like some of the stuff is funny. Some of it is just like a little cringy and just like you know, like I mean, it was it was on network cable. It was on broadcast cable. So oh, I've seen YouTube clips of that. I've just remembered. It's on broadcast cable, so I'm not surprised there's a lot of cringy shit in it. But it's, um, well, Richard, it's, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It, it's now on Peacock and it's on Netflix, so I feel like they're just plastering mm. it everywhere so that people will watch the show now. Um, I think it has two oh. seasons. I'm only a few episodes in too, and I honestly don't know if I'm going to stick with it or not. It just, it's okay. Uh, okay, it's it's okay. It it warms up as time goes on. Kevin mm-hmm. said cock. Um, okay. Anywho, so that's one of the shows. The other show is Love is Blind season six started, and I started watching that. <laughs> Neff, did you catch that or you're I am not very I'm only two episodes in, so Okay. Um some of the stuff that's I'm sure you've already witnessed this. Some of the stuff that happens in this season is infuriating and it's just like <laughs> What? Some of the stuff in the pods was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, I know. It's. I have a list of fifteen questions. You can pick a number, and I'll ask you one. Oh yeah, yeah. And then didn't didn't um, that same that guy walk out on someone? T- yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, my personal favorite was um that number's been picked several times already. Could you be original? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, right. It's. Yeah, like I said, just straight up infuriating. Um, but yeah, there, there's, I don't know what it is about this show, but it's, it's addictive to watch, and you just, I don't know. There's it's just people. The drama. It is the drama, but it's it like the drama. I, I just get so mad at people who are like going after people they definitely shouldn't be picking, and I'm just like, how can you not see this person is just not a good person like why are you still talking to them so yeah there's that we're i think we're like seven episodes in they just released three new episodes on wednesday so we're in like there's two more coming yeah and yep so it's okay it's okay i think it's worth watching still if you're into that kind of thing um we're also the thing i don't have listed here we're on below deck down under season two now so Mm. i think this is the latest season of that show and that's the newest one um we just got to a point where they well i don't want to spoil anything have you guys watched it i don't know where i am in the episodes like in the episodes because spawn and i watch those because he Mm. really enjoys below deck so i'm not sure where i'd be compared to you so don't spoil anything i started watching Grey's anatomy why didn't you put that in your two weeks because i forgot about it (laughs) i've watched like five episodes and then work happened and i forgot about it i i won't get into a show that has like 15 seasons like i just i won't do it i did that for master chef but that was different but that's not different it's I don't know. Well, it's more kind of like episodic, I guess. I don't know. Master is Master Chef and Grey's Anatomy alike, I guess, in ways. <laughs> but this um, conversation got weird. <laughs> Wait, how is Master Chef 
like Grey's Anatomy. Well, just it's like a TV show. A TV show that has a bunch they of seasons that goes on forever. <laughs> it's, you know, a, Nath, it's a TV show. It's the same thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, it's I mean, not like could, one's a movie and one's a TV show. They're both, both TV them, shows. Both Therefore, they're the things. same thing. That's not, this is me. No, I'm not actually even being sarcastic. They're TV shows. They're the same thing. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, just, uh, there is some crazy shit that happens in this season of Down Under, and it'll be interesting to hear what you guys think about that when you watch it. Um, video game-wise, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty uh, on my own in multiplayer matches, specifically small map mosh pit, and mm. been grinding gun camos, and there was an event, and... They get very specific with, you know, use this gun attachment and this perk and this gun to get, you know, X amount of kills or whatever. It's been interesting. It's been kind of fun. Um, killing two people with one bullet is something that I can't do easily. That's like the one thing that I'm still trying to do. But um, I believe what you're meant to say there was a good scrub. <laughs> exactly. Good boot. But, um, I will say Learn that the, play. the the gun the gunplay feels better in multiplayer matches. It's very difficult to describe, but I think it just feels like when I'm like I'm noticing that either I'm better and I'm just playing with my teammates and they're like finishing off kills if I die in the middle of trying to kill someone, or it just like there's there's been some really fun moments in it, and usually it doesn't matter because it's just multiplayer, but I've been enjoying it actually, and I feel like the games are actually competitive. And I've been in a few games that I have gone back and forth a few times and not just complete blowouts. And so I, you know, it feels good. The um, aftermarket parts that convert guns to other types of guns is very interesting. I had a handgun conversion that got converted into a marksmanship rifle. And there's conversion kits for ARs that turn them into LMGs. It's just it's kind of weird but um interesting at the same time. So it's just a different dynamic to the game. Um having to unlock everything through winning games in multiplayer is a bit of a slog. Like I was telling LB the other day, I was in the middle of trying to win five games just to unlock tear gas. And I'm like, this is some shit you know, tactical that they would have given to you just normally from leveling up before. And now it's like you have to target and unlock it. Um, Which has made games interesting because people haven't unlocked trophy systems and they're necessary for like defense maps and stuff. So, anywho, it's been more interesting than I thought it would be because normally it's just that type of thing like Chris was saying where it's like you just want to turn your brain off after, you know, long days of work or whatever. So, actually, can recommend that, which is, I, I can't believe I'm saying, but I do. And I recommend then, RuneScape if you want that. <laughs> I I will have to look at it. Um, I ended up buying Remnant Two yesterday because it was on sale. I ended up getting the Ultimate Edition for forty bucks. It's got one DLC and two unreleased DLCs associated okay. with okay. it. Yeah, that's yeah. What? No, because I was there. There's no, there is no, um, like discounted upgrade for that, by the way. 
Like normally, oh, really? they, if, if you had, yeah. yeah, if you buy the base version, it'll give you a discount for the upgrade. The, but yeah, there's not. The other thing that I noticed was weird, Gav, was only the base version and the ultimate edition were up were cheaper. The middle tier edition was not cheaper. Mm-hmm. So That's I was just wild. like, for three DL, like basically it was what eleven or twelve dollars for three DLCs, mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck it. So um, yep. we started playing last night. Uh, I like it better than the first game. I think. Well, during the during the first game, I played through ninety five percent of the game with some kind of weird graphic setting that made my mouse click off screen, and I couldn't interact with the game half the time. So, uh, you know, it feels better in general because I don't have that problem. Um, but. There seems to be a lot more ways to customize your character. Um, just the 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 trait system, the you know guns, like everything, just feels really good. I'm interested to play through it. Um, it's uh, it's an interesting game. I like the progression. I like the, you know I, I I like the fact that we can play through the game and then we could play through a second time and the game would be different. And I actually was watching some reviews about it last night. And there's not only like multiple routes through a level, but there's multiple versions of a level. So like one time it could be like in the caves and you could go through that same level and it could be like in a palace. And then you could go through that again. And it could be like on like sky platforms. There was like an IGN review I was watching. And so like to not only have multiple like paths through a level but to have multiple tile sets within the same map is very interesting so um the replayability is supposed to be like through the roof on this one but because i wanted to play through the first game the second time um but i'm glad we just chose to move to the second game because i would definitely play through this one multiple times and you can ramp up the difficulty and if you and you can keep all the the items from the previous game so um interested to try that there's also an adventure mode where you can like target a specific level and like re-roll that level and play it again um if you like a specific level i guess anywho so we're just getting started in that i'm sure there there will be more to talk about that on a future show but uh enjoying it so far what about you gav did you we only played a little bit last night but are you enjoying that too yeah it's fine yeah I, i have no complaints about it so far okay all right. Um, it's fucking because the DLC bundle. If the ultimate edition includes the DLC bundle, which I doubt it does, it does. <laughs> which yeah, then yeah, that's really fucking annoying because the DLC bundle is twenty four bucks, twenty five bucks. Can you get a refund? Uh, no, I played too long. We played too long last uh, night, Kevin. It's two hours usually. Oh really? Yep. It's usually two hours. Two point six hours. Oh. That. They generally won't do a refund unless you uh, do nice. it that way. So, yeah, um, you can ask, but it's like you should definitely ask Gav, just to ask. You won't know unless you ask. It's yeah, point six we'll hours over the limit. I mean, come on. And you're and you're planning on, on, on buying the game. Yeah. But yeah, uh, pull. I'm su- I'm really surprised that more people haven't been 
like positive about this game because I think it's it kind of checks I mean, a lot of the boxes in terms of like I'm pretty certain looter, it's got, shooter, like, everything. It's mostly positive. It's got it's got a generally very positive uh overall time and it's got a mostly positive uh for its recent reviews. So yeah. if if um, you scroll down on the store page gab and you click on additions, it says it yeah. includes the survival pack and the bundle with three pack DLC bundle with three packs. Yep. Two of so, them yeah, being they... not released yet. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it was an additional twelve dollars for all three DLCs. So I'm like, yeah. So it's it. it's half off on that. It's like, why the fuck wouldn't you do half off on? Uh. Okay. So the remnant <clears throat> ultimate bundle, Kevin. <clears throat> Never mind. This is something we can figure out at a later point in time. <laughs> okay. Um, this is something we can figure out at another point in time. Um. But yeah, uh, where were we going with all that? Where are we going now? Uh, I was done yeah. with my uh, what I've been doing. Okay. Neff. Yeah. What do you know exactly why I said your name? <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, She's being a I, I mean, I have to make up for not having one. Uh, Baldur's Gate with you and LB and then you and LB and Stone. I am having a blast in both the runs. It's fun having to force Stone into interacting with things. <laughs> He's so like, no, no, I'm not going to go talk to you. Someone else go talk to them. Like, he does not want to start the conversations. And then our run, I'm having fun because we're just fucking killing everything. If, if the option is start a fight, start a fight. Yeah, the only problem we have right now is that Neth... Uh fucking can't disconnect her fucking runs together from each other so <laughs> that's true she she can't remember what she's fucking playing in which fucking that in which fucking game because i went against type and in both runs i am playing something that i wouldn't normally play and so now i'm getting them confused mm-hmm. she's playing a barbarian in one run and a fighter in another and she can't remember which one's the barbarian which and which, which one's the fighter. <laughs> so I had specs wrong and then had to fix my spec because I was like, oh, I'm picking things for <laughs> the other character in the other run. My bad. Are they like um, similar to one another in the first place? Yes. Uh, superficially, barbarian and fighter are fairly similar characters. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, played some Dorf Romantic for just some zen. That's, I, I'm quite enjoying that game still. It's it's nice for just not having to think or do anything. Um, started playing that puzzle game that LB recommended. Um, so a couple weeks ago, Witness. LB, The Witness, yeah. So a couple weeks ago, he had asked if I had played it. And I added it to my wish list on Steam. And, like, literally, like, two days later, it went on sale for super fucking cheap. So it's like, okay, I guess I'll get that. So I've played some of that. Um, I haven't played since the last time I last time I played while LB was watching me play. And other than that, I got to go to Ikea last weekend, so that was fun. I, I was very happy with that. I Is that a far Ikea. trip for you? No, it's over, it's over in Dartmouth. It's like across the harbor. It's not that far. Okay. 
like half a half an hour. So, but now got to go and we did lunch there and did the whole store and I hate those Swedish meatballs. I just I didn't get Swedish meatballs. Chris, do you like Swedish meatballs? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad someone else got to say it before I did. Yes, I I like balls in my mouth, Kevin. They have amazing desserts. I had a piece of I had a slice of carrot carrot cake. So good. Lingonberry. Everything is lingonberry. The big, big thing, big point of me going over there is I needed to get some picture frames that were on sale. So I got some frames and I'm finally going there's 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 going to be art on the wall here at some point soon. Nice. So but it's all blurry anyway. So it's not like we'll see the art. <laughs> well, no, you it's guys at some us. point, you guys at some point will see the art because I will take the blur off. But when we're streaming blurry. <laughs> <clears throat> So, yeah, other than that, work. Just work. Hmm. Work's been busy. Yeah, I think that's a theme. So, I guess we're on to Gav's. Yeah. What did you do, Gav? Second, Baldur's Gate 3, um... The two hours of Remnant 2 we played last night um, against the Storm, Stellaris, the games I've been playing for a bit now, um, and Helldivers 2. Just, like, absolutely so fucking much of Helldivers 2. LB and I have just been jamming that out every night we get on, basically, so. I'll play a little bit with these this afternoon after um, the show. Sure. Um, just absolutely playing the shit out of that game when it's available. <laughs> because as everybody knows, Helldivers 2 had some had some server issues uh, to start with. Um, it slow burned like its first like four days out. And then all of a sudden it blew up like really massively. Um, and yeah, it was not really a tenable thing to get on basically all of last weekend. Um, but they've done Arrowhead's done a fantastic job trying to keep keep up with things. And it's like. I understand it. Game development's hard. It's not easy. It's not, especially like live service crap like they're trying to do with everything. And the fact that, you know, they're using a deprecated engine who no longer received support as of five years ago. Sorry, really? six years ago. Their engine, they are built in Autodesk Stingray. That was, they ceased <clears throat> supporting that in like 2018. As being judgy. That's not a no, it's a valid point, Chris. I mean, if they can't get support for their own game engine, that's well they've though the thing is that they've taken so they have experience with the um with the engine. They have experience with the engine. Helldivers one was was done in the same engine. And they began production of Helldivers 2 before Autodesk ceased supporting Stingray. Um, so Helldivers 2 has been in production for several years now. Um, and they, once the game, once the engine was no longer supported, they had to move to basically writing their own code and basically updating the engine for their own purposes. Which is what they've been doing 
since 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 that. So, um, I mean, the game itself, when it's working, runs really smooth. Yeah, it's actually it's it's surprisingly smooth. Um, frame rate kind of chugs a little bit sometimes, but otherwise, it's okay. I've not had any frame rate issues personally. Otherwise, um, it's it's kind of the big darling right now. It's it's blown up and it's been fantastic, and people are Stone Everybody's asked me what it. the ga- Stone asked me what the game was like, and I had to explain. To, I tried had to try to figure out. It is Paul Verhoeven's Starship Troopers, which it clearly takes yeah. so much inspiration from Paul Verhoeven's Starship Troopers movie. Warhammer um, 4K as well. And this is this is almost entirely Starship Troopers, but yes, there's a little bit of 40k in there. Um, meets Warframe's mission structure and gameplay loop. Mm-hmm. Meets like Battlefield gameplay. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Battlefield, but it's like it's small squad only. It's not like the overall major conflict. Yeah. But yeah, so that was kind of how I explained it to him. I had a lot of trouble trying to explain the game to him. Because um, <clears throat> he doesn't have a lot of the frames of reference. Like, he doesn't have the frame of reference to understand how Warframe's mission structure works. You good? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, it's been it's been fine. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, I think the more important question is, are you good? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm okay. Not you. <clears throat> oh yeah. I'm okay. <clears throat> I'm good. I'm good. I'm done your okay. We all good. Ignore we're me. Good. <clears throat> I'm a distraction. I apologize. <sighs> okay. Um, Kevin. You're the only person who put anything in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You mean feedback? Yeah, you're the only one who put there anything is, in. There so. isn't any other than your country, so... We've got uh, people listening to the show from the U.S., Russian Federation, Canada, Germany, and the U.K. Which that makes... Um... Gusarfka... Long, long. <laughs> Brian saying that again with that balls in your mouth. <laughs> oh my god! Not sure what happened there. Uh, honestly, it sounded like you were choking on a dick. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that sound many a time. Yeah, uh, echoing around, uh, echoing off of thighs in front of you. Yes, I'm well aware, Christopher. I was gonna say heard, made, <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> Little column A, little column B. <laughs> little column gay, little column B. Um, yeah, uh, you sarf guck. It still sounds like a sound maybe somebody gives a blowjob. Um, <laughs> Not wrong. Um, we have, we don't have a whole lot of stories. I opted not to put any stories in today because I just kind of wanted to have a sort of conversation <laughs> kind of flow around. So, um, I see that some other folks have put yeah. some stuff in. Blow. 
<laughs> Menses. Um, Menses. What the hell? Would you prefer menstruation over menses? Would you prefer Would you prefer Shark Week? Would you prefer Shark the Week Rand? or Flow? Hello, Ryda. The Red River. Ant flow. The Red River. Aunt the Crimson Wave. Aunt Flow. Uh, yeah, Kevin, you put a bunch of shit in there. So let's go ahead and have a deep, deep, meaningful conversation about the things you put in here that LB will get very mad about. Ooh, yes. Yeah, let's go deep in Kevin. Let's go deep. Um, first one I'm I have here is a new game that deep. was released called Skull and Bones from Ubisoft. And yeah, this is bones. a pirate so game that I've, I've heard doesn't involve any actual like pirating. It's all ship based combat. There's no like. I mean, you are aware this game has been in development hell for since ever, right? Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag, because Skull and Bones was the pirating stuff of Black Flag that was supposed to be pulled out and made into its own game, and it only just released. That's a pull out. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it has not received good reviews on Metacritic, and uh, no. I'm looking up what the real-time score is right now, and it is sitting at a 60% for critical and a 3.7 for user. And I'm assuming that's out of a scale of 5. Uh, if it's 3.7, that's above average. That's above average. It's not worth it for it like the amount works. of time. It's not worth it for the amount of time the game's been in development, but I mean... like I feel like not... we've all heard worse. I feel like I've played worse recently. Right? Oh, wait. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's out of 10. I'm sorry. So it's a 3.7 oh, out of oh. 10. Oh. That's that, changes oh. That's, that, that changes things. Yeah. 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 Pretty bad. <laughs> that's We're all like, oh. But at the same time, you have to remember that online reviews are an echo chamber. Valid. <clears throat> I mean, I've, I've, I watched uh, Skill Up's review um, and you know he said that like the the ship stuff is good and like i i don't know i don't want to be on a pirate ship i don't want to shoot cannons i don't none of that really makes sense i think if there was onshore stuff and there was like fighting with swords and like you know sword and pistol type stuff kind of like what new world was i would be into that kind of thing but if it's just okay so you're asking for a different game yeah i guess like <laughs> I was expecting it to be like multiple aspects of pirating and it's not. So it's, I don't know, not for me, but um, I, maybe other people will like it. I completely forgot about this, but LB does bring up a very valid point. How can we compare the world's first quadruple A game to anything I mean, else? Wait, what? Is that, is that I mean, what they were calling it? They, that's what they're calling that's it? That's what the CEO of Ubisoft However, called the game. A lot of people have backlashed and said, uh, yeah, no, if we're going to give a game that title, it's going to Baldur's Gate 3. Sorry. Right. <laughs> like, hard no. <laughs> Fuck off with your quad A game. <laughs> He's fucking, it, it, it's, it's Ubisoft. They're fucking French. Who fucking knows? <clears throat> the goddamn French. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, sad to hear. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people have been pointing to what Nath mentioned, which is 
it's just been in development for a long time and it doesn't surprise us black flag came out in 2013 so it's been in development for 11 fucking years Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah that was the first article um moving on to like some potentially better news uh there is an open world terminator survival game it sounds great just hearing that um because i love you know techie type terminator shit and survival stuff uh there's going to be a 30 minute video announcement in on february 29th to kind of talk about this more i'm interested to see it the gameplay footage i've seen so far sucks but maybe it's improved since then Anybody want to do Gav. that stuff? Gav? I feel like um, I'm hoping Gav has a question because otherwise it's a really bad gesture for a white guy from the South. Just whoa. <laughs> whoa. Man, that was straight up. That was no angle to that, okay? Just I mean, it. you understand that's oh, straight up, it. no angle. Um, maybe oh, you all have a problem with straight up hands in Canada, but no, that's not a problem we really have down here. It's got an angle to it. There's an angle just, to it, ma'am. I'm just saying. Um, that's why you, that's why you have to be very careful and point with a <laughs> finger, and not give it over yonder. Okay, you you point with a finger and not go like over yonder. And if you're brave enough, you take two. What was your point, guys? I mean, if, if, I mean, went. if you're brave enough, or if you had enough to drink, you take two. Um, you okay Do there? You remember Nev? what you were gonna say? Oh, I absolutely know what I was gonna say. I was thinking, <laughs> peanut gallery's done. I was going to say, you know, this is giving strong. Hey, PUBG's just released. Hey, DayZ's just released. Hey, Rust just released. Hey, Warzone just released. Not Rust, but uh, hey, Warzone just released. Hey, Apex Legends just released. Hey, 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 everybody's on the Battle Royale train. Now we're all on the fucking survival train. Yeah, they everyone's trying to pick up that survival dollars. I mean, after Valheim and, and after Enshrouded. And fucking Blizzard just canceled theirs. Maybe they're actually getting ahead of something for once <laughs> and not just following the trend. That would be nice to see. I'd be a first. <clears throat> yeah. I I don't know. I hope it's good. I think although the the loop that we kind of are stuck in with survival games is you get to a point Early where access. you do this tech tree and then you get to the top of the tech tree and there's nothing to do. The content falls off a cliff. Yeah. Like where is well, the like, procedurally generated? Make your own content. Yeah. Well, so have an imagination. It, it's, it's the emergent gameplay as part of it. Yes. <sighs> but it's like, it's also, it, it, a lot of it is the emergent gameplay. It's like, oh yeah, there's not a story, but it's like you make your story. You make your game as you go. I tried that I with Enshrouded. I wanted to build a little city and then LB okay. uh, didn't want to do it. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, you turned our land into a concrete and I'm logging off. He, he well, okay, so mind you, Kevin paved over our entire starting area. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I could build a city. Yeah, you don't do it in the starting area. I had a vision. <laughs> you don't do it in the starting zone. Pay paradise and put a parking lot. Yep, exactly. It's, it's fine. I, made, I was okay with it. I made me pick flowers okay for the parking lot. I was like, whatevs. 
I was whatever with it. I don't give a shit if he wants to be over the start here. No trees, and then he learned I could plant trees, and I thought I got him back, but he still didn't care. I mean, I'll be frank. Um, Enshrouded had. It's interesting, but I think overall the game is not as engaging as I want it to be for a long-term thing, at the moment at least. I think that the combat is a little lackluster. But there's potential. There's definitely potential. It feels like floatier Dark Souls. Flo- in a way. Floaty. What do you mean floaty? Um... It felt like there was no weight to things. So that's a big thing that a lot of people talk about with Dark Souls is that like, oh, yeah, when you're playing the game, it feels like you are engaging. It feels like, you know, a heavy weapon feels like a heavy weapon. The animation movements and how you're handling the things feels weighty. It feels like you are imparting physics to what you're doing. And Shrouded just feels kind of like, oh, yes, I'm. Doing that the whole time. It's slapping a yeah, bitch. Yeah. yeah, basically. It's got like ARPG vibes. Sort of, in yeah, terms just of the slashy kind of things. Yeah. yeah. Sort of, sort of the worst aspects of ARPG, just sort of like hack and slash. And it's like that didn't yeah. feel good to me. I, I, I for for a game that sold itself on you know being sort of like a Souls like kind of uh uh survival game, I was like. Eh. Um, that's fair uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just us because we are kind of jaded and in this sort of uh, <laughs> if you hate animation priority you'll love it LB's right um, um, another one of the big things that I had a problem with with it was um, I I don't know if it's just us being jaded and you know, so far in the sauce of like survival games that this is just sort of old hat to us. But it's just like it felt like everything just moved too fucking fast. Like we know the difficulty wasn't there. The difficulty was not it was not difficult. It was not a difficult game. At right. all. Right. Um even even the stuff that's like ten to fifteen levels higher than you are, it's not like the combat did not feel like super great. Like, I didn't feel like I was yeah. challenged. I was like, just get the bigger number and you'll always win if you have the bigger number. And that's it. The The mechanics were a little clunky. The yeah, the, it, it there were some mechanics that you had to dodge, but like not really. And they were easy to dodge and the boss fights were easy. And yeah, the whole thing was just a little simple. Yeah. Um. A win with it was its building system. Its building system is fantastic. It's very fully fledged. Like you can build all sorts of wild ass shit with that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Everything you see in the game can be constructed by by through yeah. could, through your own means. You can make everything you see in the game. And the idea to like unlock different block types and have access to every tile set basically that the game has is very interesting and I think LB enjoyed that. Uh, I thought it was oh, yeah. pretty cool. And it was like sure. when you put things next to each other, they blended together and like there was some built in mm-hmm. like refinement of like the the building that I haven't seen in other games. Like that, that would always be a pain in the ass in Valheim where you try to make it look 
good and you try, try to, to make it blend go yeah. over yeah sometimes you would have like overlapping roof tiles to like try to make it look better because it kind of looked janky and you didn't have to like really do any of that shit it just kind of like worked and i i did like that and i and like it's the first time i actually enjoyed a building system because it helps you can like pick the z axis versus the the you know x and y axis easier yeah just very intuitive and interesting and i think they really spent a lot of time on that and we're getting to some of the uh quest elements and some of the actual gameplay stuff instead of maybe the other way around like maybe you know catch people's attention with the questing stuff and then the building is kind of a side project to that i don't know but you know i i would definitely revisit it but it would need some kind of a refresh to to be worth my time okay because i the the main issue is is if you're going to have a building game and you want people to invest time in building, you need to add content to that to keep them playing that game versus, oh, we can just re-roll and start from scratch. In that type of game, when LB has spent probably, you know, 20 or I don't know, maybe 10 plus hours on the our, just our house alone, like I wouldn't want to recreate a new game from scratch after he's invested that much time into that house and like, you know, things that we've done and unlocked you want to be able to go back to that same world, but now I want to do something else on top of what we did before. So maybe they'll figure that out. Yeah, I, I think I think there's a lot of really good bones in the game. I think the game has a great bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome, Christopher. I think the game, <laughs> the, the, legitimately, I think the game has great bones. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's just going to be uh, a matter of how they build on it. And the big thing is um, um, if they get around to getting a better release cadence than Valheim has. That's been my biggest problem with Valheim is there. I know they're a small team. Iron Door. Uh, I think it's Iron Gate. Sorry, Iron Gate is a small team. I get it. But at the same time, like the release cadence for Valheim is so ab- abysmally long like for major release content it's so long we waited for mistlands for what almost year and a half something like that it was a long time it was 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 a a long long time time. from launch yeah yeah so i i hope that we see more uh, a better release cadence but i i'm not gonna hold my breath we'll see yeah um i that was probably one of um you know icarus's kind of unsung like win stories was just their devotion to their release schedule and the fact that they are keeping up with it and evolving the game as people are playing but it's just kind of not enough to keep our attention there's you know, if you're only honest. releasing a few little things here and there, it's just you have to wait for it to build up to do something about it. Oh, LB says it was actually almost two years, beginning of 2021 to end of 2022. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but so, how yeah, much of was, an impact did COVID have on that? I, who knows, really, at the end of the day. I mean, again, smaller, smaller developer stuff like that. Um, 
I understand. Um, their coffee stains doing their publishing. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I always yeah. feel like during from twenty twenty through to twenty twenty two, you need to kind of have the COVID, the COVID of it all. Yeah, in the back of your mind. That, and that's well. fair. That's fair. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, it's something you got to keep in the background. But at the same time, you also got to kind of think about how industry practices as a whole and things like that. I mean, two years is a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. No, for I, your I, first I, major I, content update. Like, I get it. You've you've been working for a couple of years at this point, and you've developed something that you're happy with, and you ship it early access. And then you wait two years to do your next release, your next major release. They had small releases peppered throughout, but nothing really impactful, I would argue. <clears throat> they done early access far too early. I think I think that's something we all kind of agreed on is that they did early access a bit too early. But at the same time, it's like it's important to get early access done as early as possible so that you can start securing financing, start securing cash reserves going forward, things like that. So it, it's it's a catch-22 for them, you know? It is what it is. Um, yeah. Okay. I feel like that was. I feel like we had a nice little conversation about your trap there. I mean, I can make Gav have a big long, a big long spiel about something if you want. Are we still have other stuff to talk about? We were talking. This this started with us, Kevin, mentioning about the open world survival Terminator game coming out. (laughs) This started with an open world survival. Um. So, do we want to talk about stunt casting in Hollywood and movies that should never have seen the light of day? I pre-ordered a game, Gav. You oh. do you, buddy. What did you pre-order? I can't tell you how to do what to do with your fucking money. WWE2K24. I can't tell you what to do with your money. I think it's a foolish thing to do sometimes, but you do you. Yeah, that's why I was. I'm not. Go, I'm, go not Seth. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Seth. I'm not going to sit here and, like, rage about it, okay? I'm not going to fight you about the fact that you pre-ordered a game. I think that it is your money, and you get to do with it as you please. I find it, I don't think you really should be pre-ordering, except in very limited cases. And I think that your love of wrestling and wrestling games means that this is a good pre-order for you. So, sorry. Not what I expected, but I'll take it. (laughs) I think regardless if the game's good or not, Chris was going to pre-order it. That's probably what was that's, that's kind of That's kind of how or I'm looking at it. It's probably like, buy okay, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're going to get it eventually. So it's like, okay, yeah. may as well just pre-order it then. You do you, buddy. I like wrestling. And that's fine. You like sweaty mm. naked men and telling soap opera stories. Again, sweaty naked men telling soap opera stories. There's nothing wrong with sweaty naked men, but in, the, in, in terms of the actual wrestling... I lo- I much prefer the women's matches. I I get you. They're more they're more athletic. I think a lot of them are just better than some of the men. So, 
Hot take. Yeah, let's talk about movies. Two weeks. Okay. Okay. There's a three-day early access for pre-orders. Is it are from one year to another? Do they really add any like like what what gets people to buy the new game? Is it just like new roster of characters, or like are there actual improvements to it? Uh, new roster plus you've got uh, every 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 version has a different showcase. Uh, I think this. Uh, oh my god, what's the show? Last last year's showcase was. John Cena. They went through all of Cena's matches and his major history. Um, I think I think it's just a WrestleMania. I think it's a major WrestleMania showcase this year. Okay. Uh, let me double check. Uh, yeah, showcase of the Immortals. It's a full WrestleMania breakdown. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. Plus, they added GM mode a couple of years back, and it's the best thing. So. All right. I still have to watch Elimination Chamber from last night. It was in Australia, in Perth. Stone apparently got up at four a.m. this morning to do something wrestling. Or that would have been to watch WrestleMania, uh, not Wrestle, uh, the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> I was one of the only people hanging out with him last night during his his rating stream. And he was just like, yeah, Woody Chris, you're getting up at 5 a.m. to go watch Eliminate. Yeah, he said Elimination Chamber. Watching the Elimination Chamber, we're going to do a whole thing. We're going to be drinking, doing everything. Got breakfast. I'm going to feed some folks, do all this. Kind of... I'm like, my guy, absolutely not. I'm not getting up at 5 in the morning. I stopped that. <laughs> no. I absolutely stopped that. In fact, remember, I am earlier than you are. Actually, no, am I this? No, you're the same <laughs> no. time zone as him. I'm the same time. I was like, I'm you're the same. Person. Yeah. I was like, my guy, I'm absolutely. I did not respond to him. I'm like, no. That's not happening. Um, I'm not gonna happening. go watch Elimination Chamber probably about midnight and just binge and just chill and just relax. No, uh, Elvis Where is Stone it? is Eastern, so yeah, he's an hour ahead of me. Is it in Europe? Is that why? It was in Australia. Oh, Australia. Oh, sorry, you're right, Gav. Yeah, because you're two behind me and Stone's one behind me. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you two. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it's in Perth, Australia. Did, Fucking one of the asshole parts of Australia. Great. Are we are we gonna talk about how um mm. that how wrestling is moving to Netflix now? Are we oh. gonna talk Are we gonna talk about how Western Australia we, has a tree called the giant stinging tree? Are we gonna talk about Ben McMahon and his uh, sexual harassment allegations? <laughs> Y'all wanna talk wrestling, feel free. Um, I will tell you that if you ever wanted to listen to a a pretty in-depth history of Vince McMahon, Robert Evans did a Behind the Bastards series on him, and I think it was three episodes long. It's a couple of hours of them like breaking down. Yes, Vince McMahon is an absolute bastard. I'll yeah, send Vince you McMahon is an I absolute know. garbage human being who needs to be purged from the face face of this planet. Um, I know you, and like we that didn't know that before. Oh, no, no, we knew that before. I am so very shocked by this time. new information. <laughs> Here's the thing. What has shocked the wrestling community is that Stephanie McMahon has been named in some of these uh, allegations. That shocked the wrestling community. You mean his wife was sexually harassing people? No, Stephanie's his daughter. Daughter. Oh, for starters. Daughter. Oh. 
Um, but his daughters, uh, Stephanie's uh, one of the ones that has built and gained a lot of respect in the wrestling community. Um, not only for her on on screen performances, but her behind the scenes work. Um, so, she's been a major pusher for a lot of good things in the wrestling community. I'm sorry, can you clarify what you said by she was named in the allegations? Meaning she um, was doing the harassing? Her name has harassed? appeared in some of the allegations um, as knowing about it and kind of just... That it's, it may not be a matter of like that she was engaging in it. It may be a matter of that she was she was aware of what was happening and was allowing it to happen. That's well, think, think Think of it this way. Think of it this way. So... At the Royal Rumble, uh, Brock Lesnar was supposed to play a major part in the Royal Rumble match. Not winning it, but being a major pusher in it. Um, the allegations came out maybe a week before the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar has not been seen on WWE television since, and he has been purged from everything. Hmm. Because he was named and shamed in, that al in those allegations. Yikes, okay. Um, 2K has actually been ordered to, to their best of their ability, remove Vince McMahon from the game as much as possible. And Brock. Both of Brock, them. Brock is gone. Brock is never yeah. going to be any another WWE product ever again. But Vince McMahon, the fact that he's getting purged from 2K as much as possible, which it's not going to be, they're not going to be able to wipe him for, 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 completely. It's Vince McMahon. He's the he's been the chairman of the board for years. He has been a massive, massive element of the Attitude Era, and that's what a lot of the WrestleMania fights are going uh, for the showcase is going to uh, focus on. It's going to be impossible to purge him, but they are purging him as much as possible. Um. Okay. Wrestling. Wrestling. Wasn't there something about Brock Lesnar's daughter? Uh, yes, so the first uh, picture, or the Brock Lesnar's first appearance since the allegations went public was a picture of him and his daughter at one of his daughter's events. Because his daughter is a weightlifter or a wrestler or something? Weightlifter. Yeah. She's competitive, too. She's yeah, no, she, she, she's, she's, a, is, she's a very competitive Weightlifter. Bitch is built like, built like a brick shit house. She, she is looks just like her ditty. Oh no, she looks just like their dad. It's terrifying. If you ever want to look, on, Kevin's, picture look what, on Kevin's face right now. The look on Kevin's I face see. right now. If you ever want a picture of what Brock Lesnar look, would look like if he, if he was a woman or identified as a woman, look at his daughter. I just don't... Yeah, like... Really musculard out women just kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. I mean, so do men. Uncomfortable. But, Personal yeah. preference, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so he's saying it's like just people with a lot of muscles, period, make it weird. He just yeah. chose the wrong way to phrase it. I yeah. mean, no, it, oh. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I can get that. Like, I don't find massive muscular men attractive. Isn't, isn't she doing shot put for her university? I, I believe, believe something so. like that. I think yeah. she's wrestling. I think she's a weightlifter in track and field. I think she does some field events. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen a clip of her doing shot put, and it she's was fantastic. Like, she's a fantastic athlete. Crap. Oh, she is like, insanely talented. Like phenomenal. Athlete. Yeah, but she. I mean, 
when Brock Lesnar is your father, you know, you're going to get pushed he... into that type of thing and you're going to thrive at it. Yep. But yeah, he's uh, clearly not a good person, so. No, he's not. Hopefully his daughter is. Um, but yeah, uh, wrestling is rife. Wrestling is rife with uh, all kinds of issues. Which is something that people have been trying to change for years, which is why, you know, it's a more diverse crowd. And it's, you know, it's not uh, bra and panty shows for women's wrestling why anymore. Women re women's wrestling literally got an entire event dedicated to them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And last Elimination Chamber, mm -hmm. there was the men's Elimination Chamber match and there's the women's Elimination Chamber match. You've got women doing tables, ladders, and chairs matches. You've got the women's Royal Rumble match. And again, I honestly think those matches are better than the men's matches some of the times. Most of the times, to be honest. And it's funny because it's, it's harder to cover up, you know... It, it's, it's harder to fake raw athleticism than it is to fake muscles. Muscles yeah. are really easy to fake. Athleticism is hard to fake. Yep. That's the thing. Like, yes, WWE is scripted. It is wrestling in general is scripted. It is choreographed. It's uh, entertainment. It's entertainment. But the people who are actually there doing it, insanely talented athletes. Well, it's like, you have to remember, wrestling started out as, hey, let's put a fat guy in a leotard and have him go punch a little guy in a leotard. Yep. That, that's what modern American wrestling is. Modern North American wrestling is, let's get a big guy, put him in a leotard, and have him sit on a tiny guy in a leotard. <laughs> yep. That's it. Yep, pretty much. And it it's... I am not a wrestling person, but I am recognized that these are incredibly talented athletes. These are people who are very good at their jobs. Are some of them bad people? Objectively, yes, probably. Subjectively, absolutely. Yep. But is the rest of the population the same way? It's the exact same way. Yeah. So it, they're, mirroring, or, yeah. they're, they're probably mirroring the population. Now, because they're celebrities they're probably worse on the bias on the overall they're worse people yep. but yep. is what it is Got, gotta love a good uh abuse of power yep oh yeah all right we good here about wrestling Yep, there oh, we go. We had me. a nice, uh, a nice, well, not a nice conversation, but we had a conversation <laughs> about something that wasn't gaming related, and we had a tangent. There we go. I've okay. I provide a valuable let's, service. Well, let's talk about something that's only tangentially related to gaming, and about how you know sometimes a movie, it just doesn't need to come out. Okay, Madam Web. Let's talk about the. Or... Let's well that a yes, but mm. let's also talk about the Borderlands movie. Oh. We'll talk about Borderlands, then I do want to discuss the Mad Madam Web movie, because there is a lot behind the scenes on that one that pisses me off so much. I mean, but it doesn't surprise agree. me. Can we all just agree that Dakota Johnson is a terrible actress? 
No, I again, I don't think Dakota Johnson is a terrible actress. I have think Dakota not, Johnson is absolutely a terrible actress. No, have actress. you not seen the interviews that she has given? Like, she basically was, like, as much as she legally could, was straight up warning people, this is not the movie I signed on for. I really like yeah. the original oh, no, script. That's fine. That's fine. But, but I still think Dakota Johnson is not a good actress, period. No, I think Dakota's a good actor. I don't think she's the best actor. I don't think no, she's like she's Meryl. Not. She's not Meryl Streep level no, great. But, but she's not horrible. She's not terrible. She's not Amber Heard. I, I, mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shit on a mattress? Um, yeah, she's not shit on a mattress. The Borderlands movie. Okay. Oh, yeah, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis playing Patricia Tannis. Kate Blanchett, sweet, lovely Kate Blanchett Why? playing Lilith. <laughs> okay, let's that's be a, honest. That's, out that's out of casting the casting, choice. out of the casting, they got one correct. One, one was correct. Jack Black is claptrap. Claptrap. I guess I, have, one, I don't think we've heard anything really about Jack Black. It's the only one that I can see work. Yet. I don't think we've heard anything yet from Jack Was, Black's claptrap. Yeah, it's in the, it's in the um, ad. Yeah. The okay. Trailer. But so, so I, I'm one of those people that's like Jamie Lee Curtis. She is so talented. She can literally do anything. I don't see how this is going to work. <laughs> I, I look. They I have, love Jamie Lee Curtis, but <laughs> they are no. they are some great actors. But yes, why the, is the cast? Got, got a, why are they twenty to thirty years older than they need to be? That's what um, I don't why understand. Is, why is Kevin Hart in the movie? Well, that, that I hadn't gotten to. I hadn't gotten to Kevin Hart yet. Okay, now we know you hate is, Kevin Hart based on last time. I I I don't want to. I I'm do sorry. not want to sound like I am being ageist or anything like or that. Heightist. But Kate. But. Kate Blanchett, at the time this movie was recorded, was 50. Okay. This, how are you going the character, to... Do kids the know character, who these people are? The character of Lilith is a young woman. She's maybe 30 in the games. Maybe. And that's talking Borderlands 2's time frame. She's in her 20s, maybe early 30s by the time you get to Borderlands 2. Maybe this okay. is based after so, Borderlands 3. It's not. It's oh, no. not. Okay. Yeah. So so canon, she's 22 when the games begin. Yeah. She's so Kate Blanchett is 30 years older than this character. Yeah. And and it's not like there isn't young up-and-coming stars that they could have cast. Like there uh, are other like let me let me let me revisualize myself on what Lilith looks like. Now, Kate Blanchett, <clears throat> on the wide-angle shots, looks looks good enough. There looks great. It's when you get on a tight shot, and that's okay. No, no, you know who, you know exactly who they could have got for this. Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan would have yeah. been fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. would have been Karen fantastic as well. I think it would have been fine. But this was all stunt casting. So this entire movie was stunt casting. Okay. What do you mean? I don't understand the phrase stunt, stunt casting. casting is when you know your script is not going to be good enough. So you just hire a bunch of names to appear on it to draw people in, which is why you have Jack Black, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kate Blanchett, 
Kevin Hart. Star-studded lineup. You have a, It's a star-studded lineup. That is what they are aiming for. It's stunt casting. They knew that the movie was not. Gina going Gershon's to be. in it. Um, wait, hold, wait, wait, hold on. Gina Gershon still does work in Hollywood. She's Moxie. What the fuck? The yep. fuck? Yep. <laughs> Gina Gershon is sixty-one. Borderline. Moxie. Okay, Moxie's a weird character. Moxie. Her age kind of fluctuates throughout the series. She's a very weird character. Um, but okay, it, but I don't think she's gonna. I don't think that's gonna work. I, I don't know. <coughs> I don't I, know what the fuck. When did this movie originally get made? The these these are um, really top tier actors that are in a movie that's going to be primarily watched by people that are a decade younger than them or two decade younger than them. Like, I don't understand the casting. Who is supposed to see this movie? It's. Maybe it's people that it's, saw Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies and they just want to see her again after those Activia yogurt commercials. You know what it's like? It's oh like God. making an anime advertisement ads. for geriatric products. That's what it's like. That's what it's like. It's like making an anime commercial for, like, Depends. It's 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 doesn't make any sense. Like an, it's like a, it's like a it's like a commercial for fucking uh, adult diapers, right? Which is what he said. That's what depends are, Chris. I don't know what depends yeah. are. I don't. Depends. I don't have a. It's, it's a popular I, I brand of adult diapers. Yeah. Okay, I found the filming dates: April first, twenty twenty one, to June twenty second, twenty twenty one, in Budapest, Hungary. Budapest. Sure. Budapest. But the, the, do kids who play video games today even know who Jamie Lee Curtis and Cam Blood, Kate Blanchett I, are? I will say people who know Jamie who Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis yes. are, yes. Because she is weirdly but active Kurt, in, like, the nerd sphere. Yeah, no, she is a giant nerd. She she goes, she's she's been through, she I think, almost BlizzCon every BlizzCon. I was going to say, in she cosplay. goes to BlizzCon and cosplay, so people don't know who she is. Yeah. Like and and walks around with the general public because no one has a clue that it's fucking her because she's an impeccable cosplay. Like every time we've been to BlizzCon together, Kevin, she was probably there somewhere. Hmm. Interesting, but it, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe it's for people who have been playing Borderlands all this time and they're older now, and we're supposed to enjoy watching it, but. I just think the casting and who they want to see the movie are mismatched, is what I think. I don't think that's great casting. I think Jack Black could be an amazing claptrap. I think that is going to be spot on. Who knows? Uh, in a in a situation like that, like, what about the guy who's been voice acting claptrap all this time? I mean. Oh, it's two separate guys. Oh, yeah. So it's two separate guys actually for Claptrap. That's kind of the confusing part. Um, the original actor was literally just an employee at Gearbox that they liked his voice, so he voiced (laughs) Claptrap. That's amazing. That's funny. Um, I'm double checking it just to make sure. Uh, David Eddings for the first four games. Yeah, and then he had a falling out with the CEO. Oh yeah, and was him, replaced. Him and, him and Pitchford went at it publicly on Twitter for a while. 
I, I, I will say I do love a good Twitter argument. They're always fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. You mean X argument? Nope. No. Twitter. Nope. I don't give a fuck what Elon goddamn ball-faced Musk says. It's Twitter. Um, How do you know his balls smell like Musk? This is more that it's got balls on his face, but okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he was the voice of Claptrap for the first like four games up through Borderlands four, I think Borderlands three was the one that he didn't do the same, didn't do the voice for. Um, yeah, it was weird. He, I believe he was an employee at. I believe he was an employee at the time, just like a regular employee. It's like regular Joe. We like your voice here. Do this for us. Sort of a situation, yeah. Um. So yeah, it was. It's just kind of wild. Um. So yes, yeah, so there's been two different ones. Now it's a third with Jack Black being added in. Um. You know, Jack. You know, I'm the only redeeming quality, mostly the only redeeming quality of the Mario movie, Black. A lot of people did say they enjoyed the Mario movie. It was okay. It was, I, it was okay at best. It's available and, for free to watch, and I still haven't watched it. I think it's yeah, on Prime, awesome. I think. I haven't watched it either. Netflix? <laughs> I can't remember. I think either. it's Prime, actually. I think I want to say it's Prime that has it. Peacock. I... Um, yeah, uh, he said P. <laughs> he said P. <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. It's Netflix. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, no, the Mario movie wasn't great. It was. It was okay. It was a children's movie. It had bright, flashing colors, and that was enough for the kids. Okay, I know the film was successful. I'm a 38 year old man. The movie was not meant for me strictly. Correct. I rec I can recognize this. Okay, I am. I am not. You're so not the target demographic. I am not so much of a millennial that I have to believe that everything is made for me. But everything is made for us, Gav. Well, clearly. Clearly, boo-boo. Um, I mean, like, it's like, I'm on... It was made for us. I don't get it, but it was made for us. I'm on the older side of millennial. All right? Kevin is cusp Gen X millennial. Neth is Gen X. Chris, you're... You're on I'm, the young-ish side. Yeah, You're not I, the I'm young millennial. side. I I call Kevin a zenial. Yeah, Kevin is oh, Kevin no, is don't give me your bullshit with this fucking. Oh, I'm not one. I'm not the other. I'm this. Don't give me that bullshit. Technically, I am a zenial as well. I fall yeah. on the far end of the zenial. I fall on the young end of zenials. Oh, Kevin I falls am on straight the straight up Gen X. But I'm 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 a millennial. I'm a millennial. I acknowledge this and I accept it. Wait, do I remember what a time was like? Yes, but I don't care Neth, when w what age well what grade were you in when you got your first cell phone <laughs> she was in college she, she was in college your heart went great <laughs> she was in college kevin 
You broke her. You broke her. It was in my second year of university, Kevin. <laughs> wow. Okay. I told you she was in college. I know actually, Neth's age. Actually, no. Wait, did I? <laughs> hold, hold, okay, hold on. I literally have to look up. Um... I'm so surprised you didn't cut me there. Uh, I am old. It's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's no denying it. I can picture the phone, but I can't remember when I got it. Was it one of those big brick bitches? Okay, no, that was the 80s. You're, you're picturing like the one that's like the <laughs> big thinking... white thing? I'm, I'm thinking like Mold Saved by the Bale. Right. Gray, Motorola flip phone. The bottom part opened up and there was an oh, antenna yeah. that you pulled out. Okay, oh, that my was, God. Not, not the Nokia like, flip phone, which was later. I was more thinking like Saved by the Bell, Zach. He was thinking the giant no, okay, 1980s no, car phone. Yeah, no. No, no. The only people who had those things were fucking rich as fuck people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be 30 seconds. My food is ready. I'm going to go food. I'm fucking starving. You're like, fine. I can literally picture this thing, but I don't know. <clears throat> Nokia 5160. There, I'm gonna... 3310? I, I know a bunch of us in university had pagers and we would page each other. I um, remember having a pager. Yeah. I never had one. My dad had a pager for work because he was a truck driver and they needed him on short notice sometimes. They did some weird promotion at our university because they were trying to get university students to use them. So they, like there was a bunch of us that were all like, <laughs> pagers. It was like the funny thing to do. <laughs> um, Boobs. 800B85. <laughs> hell. <laughs> 4311. No, four, three, seven, seven. <laughs> they both I'm, work. I'm still looking. Oh, oh, this was like the newer one that I had. I'm, I had like. Okay, a... so I think the actual first time I had like a cell phone, cell phone was actually later than that because I think what I'm thinking of in second year uni is the pagers, and then. It would have been a couple of years later that I had an actual cell phone. But cell phones weren't, because of where I live, cell phones weren't big here, right? Mm -hmm. Because we didn't have a lot of coverage at the time. So, oh, yeah, I, I didn't bet. really have, I didn't have a cell phone that I used, like, on the daily and, like, relied on until 2008. Wow. Because I got it the year that Will started kindergarten. <laughs> so the school could contact me. Wow. Motorola or Nokia actually still makes feature phones, by the way, and you can buy them for $50. Mm -hmm. Yep. Those things were fucking indestructible. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would regularly throw it against the wall if I was upset on a phone call. Mm hmm. And like not even think twice <laughs> and about what, it. What's the worst thing that happens? Your back plate falls off. If you threw it particularly yeah. hard, the front plate, if you threw it particularly far, the front plate <laughs> flew off and the uh the gel the gel buttons, the the the, the membrane for the push for the for the keys fell off also. Yeah. And then you had and to put all the back together. Put it all back together. Yep. Yeah. Because we were used to throwing our phones against the wall when we had like or no, you would throw it against the ground when it had a cord. Right? Or like smack no. it on a desk. 
Not in my house, she wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> Not unless she wanted to be smacked off the same desk. Yeah. And then I had a cordless phone that I threw against the wall and broke and I had to buy a new one. My okay. parents were not happy about that. Growing up, the phone in your house, how did you dial it? Was it buttons? It started off with rotary and I had to force my parents. <laughs> well, no, they <laughs> insisted that rotary was fine and they didn't have to replace it until we got to a point where we got the internet. And then I told my parents, look, you have to update your phone because we can't like use the internet with with like a rotary phone, which I think was true. No, it wasn't. Right. But that, that's a complete lie because it dialed through the computer. No. OK, so he may be talking about are we talking like a twenty five hundred bowed modem, Kevin? Something. Yeah, or are you talking very, like thirty three six? OK, was my was, first modem. OK, well, that was the kind you had to actually put the receiver down on the modem. Right? No, not oh. that one. No, uh, no, it no. wasn't that kind. OK, but it was still um, so yeah. Something need to be upgraded on the line. So, Neth, with that, in those very old modems that the, had... Yeah, a, I, for, I forgot about those ones that you had to... They had to be a touch they had to be, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I forgot um, about those modems. I was thinking about... Because the, 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 the first time I had a home computer that had a modem, it dialed through the computer. So I was for, I forgot about the actual ones that like you had to go and put it on the thing. And <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yes, no, my house, we had a touchstone and a rotary in the home because we had two separate phones in the house. One mm. was in the kitchen and that was the original phone that had been with the house for years and years and years. And then we had the one in the living room that was the touchstone phone. Mm. So I had both growing up as a child and that was before the house got foreclosed on, but whole different story. Yeah, anyway, I um where how did we get down this rabbit hole? I can't even remember. Don't remember. Um we were talking about Borderlands. millennials and oh. oh yeah. Yes, I I said I'm a millennial, but I know that this movie which was the Super Mario movie was not made for me. Okay. And Borderlands is what got us to this point. Okay. I have to run to the bathroom, but you guys can still talk. You're good. Well, that's bad timing because I was about to go I, refill my drink. <laughs> you all go. I'll patter. I'll fill. I'll fill space. Neth, go. Go ahead. You're Are fine. You sure? Okay. I'm right fine. Back. I'll fill space. So everybody is really always very confused about me specifically as a person. Um, I'm doing really fine, LB. Um, you, uh, you, you've been doing all right. I mean, you've been you've been working hard. I know. Um, keeping things busy, working yourself out, doing doing, getting out and getting out in the world and walking around. Because that's what you do with your time. Um, I am doing fine well enough. Uh, we're going to play some Helldivers after this, probably, if I had to take a wild stab at what's going to be going on for the rest of the day. Um, it's just, yeah, it's... I don't know if I'm actually the right person to be sitting here talking to myself. And Neth is the first one to get back, even though Chris was the first one to leave. So, last in, first out. So, last out, first in, Neth. What? You're last out first in. You were the last oh. person to leave, but you're the first person to return. I just needed to refill my drink. It didn't take long. I, I get you. Um, but Kevin's gone still, and Chris has been gone for a while. I'm concerned he might have fallen into the toilet. 
or got attacked by the kids. Probably. That's, a, <laughs> that's probably an accurate point. Um, let's see. Um, oh, LB, I actually did not have my um, my my chat pulled up, so I did not see you mention that. Uh, let's be honest, it's not like it can be any worse than the games. The kids go because they played Borderlands. Older kids go for the actors. I don't know if kids even are playing Borderlands, LB. I was going to say, uh, when was the last time a Borderlands game came out? Uh, Borderlands 3, not too long ago. I think it was two years ago, three years ago. Um, five actually. Sorry, Borderlands Three was five years ago. Whoops. It ain't no place for no hero. Oh my goodness! It ain't no place for memory. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. <sighs> I don't know. We'll see how the movie goes. I probably will not watch it because I do have a lot of love for the Borderlands franchise. Okay. Correction. I have a lot of love for what the Borderlands franchise could have been. Could have been. Not what it became. Not fart jokes and Robert Pitchford and Pitch Brady Pitchford and fucking uh, Anthony oh, Birch. I don't have a lot of love for those people. I have love for what Borderlands would have been based on the first game. Let's face it. This is a perfect direct-to-streaming movie. It is. Uh, who's I mean, the going to a theater about this? They paid too much. They paid too much for the uh, actors. They, God help them. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the, the star-studded cast warrants a... Uh, theatrical release, but I don't see people going to this movie. I would be surprised if it made as much as Madam Web. Which is perfect timing for Christopher because he also wanted to be invited to the Madam Web discussion. Madam Web? Yeah, we're on to Madam Web now. What do you have to say about Madam Web? Mm -hmm. That movie had so much potential. Oh my god! But I, I, I think, I think Sony executives did what Sony executives do. I, I real Fuck quick up the movie. Yeah, <laughs> real quick. I, I think it's funny that Eli Roth is the director for the Borderlands movie. Who's Eli Roth? Hostel. Never seen it. Oh my. It's not really my type of movie, to be fair. <laughs> so, Madam Web's domestic opening was $15.3 million per box office Oof. mojo. And let's see how much wow. it costs to make this movie. That was the opening? Yeah. I mean, okay, so this, this was... Oh. Okay, so there's an article okay. that's like... Oh. Hold on two seconds, guys. I I found the synopsis for the Borderlands movie. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Would you like me to read it? Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm scared, but yep. Oh, it's bad. It's okay. bad, bad. Okay. 
Lilith, an infamous bounty hunter with a mysterious past, reluctantly returns to her home, Pandora, the most chaotic planet of the galaxy. Her mission is to find the missing daughter of Atlas, the universe's most powerful SOB. Lilith forms an unexpected alliance with a ragtag team of misfits. I'm not even going to keep going on with this. This is... Oh, I hate it. The, I already hate it. Did you say SOB? It, it, okay, I, I need to make sure this is... I'm making sure this is not some meme that somebody has inserted somewhere. It's like, that's why I was like, wait, does it actually say SOB? Because what? Oh, God help us. Bobby Lee's in it. Oh, uh, yeah. No, officially from Lionsgate Films. Of All course right. Lionsgate is making it. <clears throat> Lilith forms an alliance with an unexpected team. Roland, a former elite mercenary now desperate for redemption. Tiny Tina, a feral preteen demolitionist. Krieg, Tina's muscle-bound, rhetorically challenged protector. Tannis, a scientist with a tenuous crap insanity. And Claptrap, a persistently wise-ass robot. These unlikely heroes must battle alien monsters and dangerous bandits to fight and protect the missing girl who may hold the key to unimaginable power. The fate of the universe could be in their hands, but they'll be fighting for something more. Each oh, other. I like when you use your robot voice. <clears throat> wow. This is this is bad, bad. This is going to be terrible. Okay, so on this the is, this is on their topic. Wikipedia. This is on their Wikipedia. This is oh god with 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 a citation. So oh god, so it's really so that, okay. Yeah, it's it's cited yeah. to their website to their website. So oh, that's, so that's going that's, to be terrible. That's frightening. Oh, yeah. Okay. So talking about the Madam Web thing, there's actual there's an actual news article that says, yes, Marvel's Madam Web is a schlocky, janky disaster, but Dakota Johnson's press tour is a joy. Can we stop calling it Marvel because it ain't a fucking Marvel film, it's a Sony film. Oh, yeah, but it's... Nope. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's not part of the... Because it, it's Sony, but it's, yeah... So it's like, so the, the article's like, at least has given us Dakota Johnson's press tour. For weeks, Johnson, who must have known the state of the film she was promoting, not least because she fired her representation as soon as she finished making it, has been turning up for interviews with this sort of recklessly devil-may-care attitude that could give an army of publicists the vapors. Long before release, she spoke to Entertainment Weekly about the challenges of big-budget movie-making, remarking she had never had to react to non-existent explosions in front of a blue screen before. She called the process absolutely psychotic, um, adding, I hope I did an okay job. Um, in fairness, she was describing her own performance and not the movie in general, but before she knew it, Dakota Johnson says making Madame Web was absolutely psychotic. Headlines were springing up online. Um, was it helped by an interview she did where she suggested the film she made wasn't necessarily the one she agreed to. There were drastic changes, she said, of the script, and I can't even tell you what they were. <laughs> like, and she's just kept going in all of her interviews. Like, it's it's become a meme in and of itself of like, I warned you guys how bad it was without flat out saying it's yep. shit. Don't go spend your money. <laughs> uh, frustrating, right? <clears throat> the movie could have had so much potential. So I read a bit about the movie. I have not seen it. I read a bit about it 
before it came out. And yes, there was a lot of apparently people being told they were going to be working for Marvel on these. Yep. I got you a Marvel movie. You've got a Marvel movie. And it may have just ruined a bunch of careers. Yep. Now, here's the thing. It technically, they're not wrong. It is technically Marvel, but it's not MCU. Mm-hmm. Which well, is a huge difference. Yep. Do you know what's, like, not helpful is talking shit about the movie that you're in and trying to make money off of, and I'm assuming at least have a small bit of the um, the royalties revenue from. Oh, but that's the fun thing, Kevin. If you actually watch her interviews, she actually never really talks shit. Yeah, that's the thing. She doesn't actually talk shit. She she hovers on the edge so carefully. It is beautifully done. Uh, Still, it's... uh... If she openly talks shit about the movie, she would probably be stood by now. It'd be a contract. Yeah, it's in her contract, probably. But still, even towing the line of shit talking is probably not going to get you, you know, another job in that. Or... Yes, but also at the same time, lying to her and changing everything, essentially not being the movie she signed up for. Yeah, that's true. She's yeah. probably never going to work with any of the companies again. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very yeah. unlikely. <laughs> it's... Uh... Two sides to every story. Yep. Yeah. I just, I, um, so let me tell you, there is, uh, there, I, I've done some more digging on Borderlands real quick, just because, <laughs> just because, <laughs> just because one of the co-writers we're not sure who one of the co-writers is. What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean by that? It's believed that one of the two main writers chose to pseudonym chose to go by oh, a pseudonym rather than actually have not an Alan Smithy pseudonym, but yeah, it's the same deal. Uh, he's chosen to go by a pseudonym, and the person who was originally attached and was writing on this in the past denies that he is the writer or the pseudonym. <laughs> So that they don't have their name tied to the project at oh all. God. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> Ouch. Not a That's great bad. sign. <laughs> That's really bad. Not a great sign. That's all it's really funny though. Oh yeah. You um, know that your writers have really high hopes and real uh what sort I'm looking for, Gav? Uh aspirations? Yep, towards this movie. That they're fucking do- using a pseudonym that they cannot be tied to it at all. Yeah, they use the pseudonym and then deny, deny, deny. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alan smithying yourself is not a great sign. Oh, that's brilliant. I have no idea who the guy actually is. I didn't I didn't do any research further than the fact that apparently that was a surface level thing that I could find after digging a little bit. Um, yeah, so it was. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. Movies are bad, yo. <laughs> Drugs are bad, okay? 
Oh. Um, <clears throat> he is apparently one of the... He works on the Last of Us TV series with Pedro Pascal. Oh, Daddy, Daddy Pedro. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? You did absolutely yeah. did say that yeah, out loud, you Christopher. Did. You did. And it was adorable. I loved it. Absolutely <laughs> said that out loud. My apologies. Um, Do you know I learned the cutest thing about him, Chris? What? Do you know when he when he poses for pictures, he always has his hand like on like on his chest, like right above his like uh-huh. where his diaphragm is? Do you know why? Why? Because that's where the anxiety is. Oh, what the fuck? Isn't that like the sweetest thing ever? <laughs> it makes him so much more adorable. Right? <laughs> I heard that and I was just like, oh, oh, my heart. <laughs> Yeah, um oh god. I'm excited her... for the new Fantastic Four movie. I'm excited. What, what's what's her name that's in the that's in Last of Us with him? Uh Bella? But... Bella Thorne. Plays Thank you. Ellie. It's not Bella yeah. Thorne. I don't know. I fucking I was like there's a name. There's name there's I know there's somebody in the world that's named Bella Thorne. I don't know why I know that name, but yeah. I know that name. She was a Disney uh she was a Disney star, and then she went on to OnlyFans, and now she shows her vagina. Wait, what? Bella Ramsey, right? Bella Ramsey? Not Bella, not Bella Ramsey, not the one Kirsten was just talking about. That's not Bella Ramsey. That's no, 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 no. The one I'm about. talking about, the one I'm talking about, that's in Last of Us with him. I saw a clip of the two of them, and, like, he was standing like that, and so she was, like, she stood like that, and she's like, wait, why are we standing like this? And he goes, oh, I always do this in pictures, and she's like, yeah, but why? And he goes, that's where the anxiety is. And I was just like, oh, my God, that is, like, the sweetest thing ever. I think we're all giving uh, I think we're all giving Pedro Pascal too much of a pass and I can't wait for whatever bad news comes out about him no Bella Ramsey (laughs) from The Last of Us shows her vagina on OnlyFans no 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 No. is that what I heard no No. I knew this was gonna happen I knew this was gonna happen Why did you open your mouth and mention the OnlyFans, Christopher? No one wants no. to see that. No. Considering that Bella Ramsey is a child, yes, I don't believe any of us want to see that. No one wants to see that. No. What the fuck? No. Christopher, the other Christopher, was talking about a former Disney person named Bella Thorne who now shows their vagina. On OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my God! No. Wrong. Oh, so it's it's a wrong Bella. Wrong Bella. Wrong Bella. I mentioned the name because I was like, I know this is a name. This is a person. I don't know why I know this name, but I know this name. Do you want to know another Disney a former Disney star who shows their uh, Johnson on OnlyFans? Christopher, I don't need to know where your $9.99 a month is going. Oh, no, it definitely goes there. He's fucking hot. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Dan Benson from Wizards of Waverly Place. Don't know who any of these fucking people are. He played Zeke. 
I don't know who any of these fucking people are. And he's now built like a brick shithouse. And LB says this the, this this young woman from The Last of Us is 20. So, okay, I guess a, not quite as bad. And has a know. massive peen. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you mentioning this man's massive dick. You're welcome. Now, are we talking like... I'm sorry, I've, I've woken up now. No, I've had food. No, no, Chris, are we talking like Justin Bieber or are we talking like Drake? Where are we going here? Bigger than Bieber. Okay. I'm probably not as big as Drake. I'm still mm. stuck on the fact that dude was half-masked. <laughs> Drake wasn't even full up. <laughs> and that thing was scary. <laughs> I, I don't know who this woman is, I mean, Ellie, but thank be, you for giving me a link. Let's be honest. What this Drake, woman looks like. Drake's fully erect penis would kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that was not best, 100%. <laughs> Kevin, what's your thoughts on Drake's fully erect penis? I didn't see Drake's <laughs> penis, okay? I actually have not seen Drake's penis either, so... Should we all go look it up together? No, I don't think we need to do that. I don't believe that's necessary today. <laughs> Neff, Neff I, has this look on her face like, I'm gonna go look up Drake's penis I mean, now. I mean, Neff, I mean, Neff, Neff is like, she's like, I need I a reminder. I've already seen it. <laughs> Christ, we're so goddamn done with this fucking conversation. Hey, Kevin! Are we done with this show? Put something about basically at this point. You put something about fucking Frost Giant. Talk about it. Um, Frost Giant is looking for you to, as a as a player, to invest in their studio. Um, they have a. They released a. Uh, it's like kind of like Kickstarter, but it mm -hmm. it's like a different platform. I can't remember what it's called. I can't but... remember. It all, but it's like it, it's like Kickstarter for um, or... investing. Invest no, start like engine start engine yeah. is what it's called. So, what yeah. you're doing is you're buying an equity stake in the company. Yeah, yeah. So, so if Frost Giant does well, you do well as well. Yeah, I don't know what the rate of return is supposed to be, um, but they have already raised seven hundred thousand dollars on this platform. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, I they're mean, they basically raised... making a StarCraft game, so I'm assuming they this raised... will print money. Oh, Could you mm. imagine a frost giant penis? That thing would kill you. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, Kevin, the game was already funded before the Kickstarter. Storm, mm -hmm. Stormgate was funded fully before the Kickstarter. They already had enough money to, to do the game. All right. Mm. The Kickstarter brought in like $2.5 million. Mm -hmm. And then they're seeking additional investment through Start Engine. Yeah. So the, 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 they're going to be fine. There's a lot of like UI improvements and UX improvements they need to do with the game. Um, but I am I have the game. I I I bought in on Kickstarter like early. So, um, <laughs> I played a bit of it. Um, the hotkeys need work. Uh, and there's some UI stuff, but otherwise, it's a very good game. You cut out a little bit when you said the word Kickstarter. And I heard Dickstarter. Dickstarter? Uh -huh. uh, my name's not Drake, so. Um... <laughs> Let's go! <clears throat> hey, um, Neff. So, genuine question. Genuine question. 
Um, so this so this is a, a new version of StarCraft, obviously not StarCraft, but it's right. still on yeah. the same lines. Legally it. distinct StarCraft. Yes. I love a good legally distinct StarCraft. Yeah, <clears throat> it's coming out. Gab's played is, it. Yes, oh. there is a. I am. I. I'm not certain if I'm under NDA at the moment, but there is a bunch you of are. YouTube stuff. Uh, well, no. Okay, so you were not under NDA during Steam Next Fest. Okay, but. The NDA was supposed to kick back in after Next Fest ended, but then they extended the non-NDA portion. So I don't know currently if I'm under NDA on that. I would um, but there is under a, the assumption that you are. Yeah, I, I, this, there is a ton of content from the Next Fest stuff on YouTube and Twitch. So if you wanted to get a look at that, you could. Nice. Um, but overall, I've not been upset with the game so far. Um, I'm clearly 38 years old and clearly don't quite have the reflexes I used to. Um, that's a valid point. I like playing StarCraft. I might not have been very good at StarCraft. Um, I'm the same. Don't worry. Um, but core function of the game is a 3v3 is a 3v3 and... 3v3, 1v1, their core matchmaking is 1v1. They have a 3v3 mode huh? and co-op, 3v1. And so it's basically like old comp stops, Chris. Oh, okay. Oh, that nice. sounds fun. Uh, like the, the old like 7v1 insane yeah. AI comp stomp kind of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that. That's cool. Okay. That sounds actually quite fun, quite interesting. Um, they, are reopening, they are reopening um, post-Kickstarter uh, late pledging sure. so if you do want to do a late pledge you can through kickstarter i think i paid 60 dollars to get the base version i may actually have an invite code i can give you if you want i can give somebody yeah. an invite. i think i have an invite code i can give somebody i'd have to double check i have not i have not been i'm done i'm I, you know me i love supporting a company that's going to actually make a game mm -hmm. that's fun and doesn't have crap tons of mtx mm -hmm. Um, I think, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't hate microtransactions. I just hate predatory microtransactions. Yep. I don't know what the what the monetization structure or the release structure is for the game currently. So I don't know if even they strictly know that completely. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Helldivers. Let's go. It is the hot thing at the moment. It is. it is, and it's a lot of fun. Yes, a lot of people are really having an absolute blast with the game. Um, the concurrent player count of 411,359 on Steam. Yeah, that's just... That's just Steam's mm -hmm. numbers alone. That's not because the game is five, yep. the game is first party PlayStation. <gasps> yep. First party PlayStation. That's just Steam. It's, PC Steam. It's high enough to have passed <laughs> the peaks for GTA Five, Starfield, and Destiny Two, which is insane. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, the thing that caught my attention. Um, courtesy of spawn but caught my attention because i know you guys like having watched you and elves play and stuff like that and you guys were having that issue earlier in the week where like you couldn't get on the server mm -hmm. you couldn't group you could like there was a bunch <laughs> of different issues um 
So the Arrowhead CEO responded to somebody on Twitter who said, oh, I want to get the game, but I can't afford it right now. And so the CEO actually responded and said, if you have no cash, get it later. Well, we made a really fun game. It's worth waiting until the servers can support the capacity. I mean, as CEO, I, of course, want the game to be as profitable as possible. But if you spent your last money and got stuck in server queues, I'd be heartbroken. And I just thought, like, that... That's not shit that you would normally see a CEO say, which I was no. like, I have respect for that. Like, he's like, yeah, 100%. don't spend your money right now. Like, hold off. Wait until we get things functioning. <laughs> yeah, let it let us cook. And apparently it's, it's gone over really well with the Reddit community that's that's playing the game saying like, wow, honesty's best policy. Nice to see a CEO who like cares about their actual community and not just the profit line. Like it's a lot of, but I thought it was really neat. I was like, that's because, you know, like most CEOs aren't going to respond and be like, you know, hey, save your last few bucks right now as much as we want you to play it. Not not right now. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I I think that they've done they've they've really captured lightning in a bottle at the moment. Um and it's just it we, we'll see how much longer it goes for. Um, you know me, I don't like shares. I'm enjoying it. <clears throat> it's it, it's 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 150% lightning in a bottle. They they've they've hit a really good formula. The game feels fun to play. Um <laughs> And slightly chaotic. It's incredibly chaotic. It's very fun. Um, LB is mentioning that the first Helldivers game, which was a PlayStation exclusive, if I remember correctly, um, had a peak of 6,600. 6,691. I didn't even know about the first Helldivers game. I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, it is a top-down isometric game built in the exact same engine, the exact same sort of, like, kind of gameplay but it's sort of like a twin stick shooter sort of like a smash tv or something like that the stratagems completely the same so you're doing the exact same thing is that you're calling down stratagems and shit and you're reinforcing the you're reinforcing your team the whole same way it is right now it's just it was in a top-down view rather than a third person over the shoulder wow okay um, there is a lot of content and a lot of stuff that we'll be getting from mm -hmm. that game coming into Two soon enough. Uh, mechs, uh, pilotable mechs, mechs for pilotable mechs. Um, in fact, apparently that is already done. They are just putting polish on that, from what I understand. That's all. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be like uh, Titanfall incoming. It's it's it, it'll a hundred percent just be Titanfall incoming. Um, and uh, there's a third enemy faction we'll be seeing soon enough. That's been hinted at in the game. Uh, we believe there's going to be a fourth enemy faction at some point, and there'll be more stuff added into the game. So we'll see. Oh. So the game, the game has legs, and I'm hoping that they can keep a good number of people in the game. And I hope their monetization is fantastic. I have zero issue with how they've monetized things. Yep. <laughs> um, the additional weapons on the premium track the 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 super citizen premium track are not massive upgrades to other weapons they are side grades at best so i'm not upset about any of those they are 99 i'm always okay with side grades it's like 90 percent uh cosmetic stuff pretty much 
There is one reinforcement-based um, booster that I'm like, <sighs> it sucks that that's unavailable to me, but at the same time, it's like, it's not massive. It's not a huge deal. Um, you can earn premium credits in-game yes. just by playing the game. You earn I've already started earning them. Yeah. Um, and I'm only like level four. You find them just in the game world. Um, I hope that just their sales numbers alone can keep them afloat and keep them moving and keep the development on this game going. Um, it's a very interesting, apparently, uh, like the whole thing is being being orchestrated on a, a very high level. So there are game masters that are overlooking the sort of global war, the, the galactic war that's going on right now. Yep. And they're kind of directing how things are going. Uh, in some cases, they said that they even might go down to individual, individual levels and individual planets and just kind of change how things are going in there. Wow. Um, it's interesting. It's very interesting and very weird. But... Um, yeah, I think they've done a fantastic job with the game. I think Arrowhead deserves all the plaudits they can get. And I'm hoping that this will further convince Sony that they need to be releasing. They need to have release parity. Yeah, completely agree. Like full on release parity, because guess what? It didn't harm the game. If anything, it did better for the game. It, it's helped the game significantly. It's helped this smaller studio. I mean, yes, the studio has been melting under all of the incredibly withering, uh, the withering barrage of players attempting to get into their game and being very angry about it. They didn't expect but this. I, apparently, people are upgrading to the Super Citizen Edition in droves. They're very happy with the with the game and its monetization. I, I can't wait to see how this goes. I, I, I think they've got I, I think they've got a great product on their hands, and I cannot wait to see how much further it uh, improves out. We're well, playing some afterwards, right? Yeah, I need to go to the restroom afterwards, but yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> Chris is just like, yeah. Um, I'm just ex I want to play. I'm excited. Does anybody else have anything they wanted to <laughs> mention about any other gaming stuff that was coming on? Anything else popping up to you? No. Um, no. In regards to world of warcraft we should be getting the alpha for war within in the next month or so okay should be getting the alpha there for the, for the next month and based <clears throat> on all the thoughts we're looking at maybe an august september release okay okay which would also tie in at the same time as Dontrill. yeah that's mm... What? That's a choice to me. The next Final Fantasy, the first of the post Heidelin Zodiac um, oh, storyline. Storyline. Okay. It's the first post uh, main game story it's expansion. The, it's the first new story arc we've been getting. And yeah. So we'll see how this goes. It also gives us the Pictomancer where you can draw things to life. Dude, I'm not even going to. Okay, so. Good news for me, I get to uh, DPS next year. Woo. I've been healing since Realm Reborn. I get to DPS next year. Mm -hmm. Are you going Pictomancer or Viper? 
neither. I'm going Dragoon because they're getting the rework in 7-0. Ah, okay. Of course. Yeah, I get to go Dragoon, boy. I mean, I guess yeah. it makes sense that you wouldn't go Pictomancer because they're kind of like ranged dancers. So here's the so we have a running joke in our static. We we essentially have uh, one melee, two fizz range, and a, a caster. But it's the one melee as our reaper, the two fizz range as our dancer and our summoner, and then we have a samurai as our caster. Because <laughs> samurai does more cast than summoners do now. Okay. Um, um, it is ridiculous. On that note, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Does anybody else have any other things that they wanted to talk about? Any other last minute additions that they wanted to bring up? Not I. Gab, show us your booty. No. Um, all right. Uh, final thoughts, Chris. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see Gav's booty. <laughs> Go ahead. Show us your booty, and I wish Madam Webb had done better, but I Stony was involved, therefore it was never going to do better. It's Morbin <laughs> time. Neff, go ahead. It's time. Gav has impressive deep throating skills. Oh my god. Kevin? <laughs> She's not uh, wrong. <clears throat> um, Drake's dick breaks Chris. News at 11. <laughs> You're damn right it will. Um, or uh, Chris might say, I'll give it my best shot. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can definitely give it a go. <laughs> I'll have a go with you. That wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> okay. Um, my final thought is, the fuck does that mean? that's gonna be our show for this week folks to talk to us during the week you can find us on discord or you know various former hellscapes that used to be you know third places and you know social centers for the internet um though not really anymore uh, you can let's find be honest you can find us on discord <laughs> yeah discord pretty much that's it uh, uh you can find a link to our discord along with the notes from this show uh, and a bunch of other stuff on our website at coasttocoasteu.com. Send us re send us emails to feedback at coasttocoasteu.com that gives Neth something to fucking do with her time rather than sit here and bitch and moan before the show starts. Um, join us live this every is true. other Saturday when we record and stream the show here, where we currently are at the moment, not where you are, because you're probably listening to this as a podcast at this point, and I mean, I'm like, why are you listening this fucking deep into the podcast? Nobody listens this deep into a podcast. I sure as fuck don't. I also listen on 2.5 speed. So that's just me. I probably sound like a chipmunk to you right yeah. now. Um, the show is at, at twitch.tv slash ctceu. She just review on SoundCloud's uh, iTunes, Spotify, or the other place where... We're going to say Stitcher. I, I almost did. I didn't. I didn't fucking didn't. I almost did. But then you had to fucking open your goddamn mouth, Christopher. Yes, Maybe I you should keep your cock socket shut next time. Oh, but it likes to be open. It likes to be filled. I know. I know it does. Kevin's like, Kevin's sitting here giving me a wrap it up motion. And I'm just going to keep going now because he did that. Um, 
Kevin hates them. Say penis, boys and girls. Say penis, boys and girls. Penis, 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 penis. 